Welcome to Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create your dream business so you can live the dream lifestyle that you want and deserve. Yes, success is not only possible, you deserve success. And now, welcome the dream business coach, Jim Palmer. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Stick Like Glue Radio, the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. Those are great things in any business. I am your host, Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach, and I am committed to helping you build a more profitable business faster. I'm really excited about this week's show. I get to interview not only somebody super smart, but a really great friend of mine, Dr. Emily Latran. Let me introduce Emily, and we'll bring her right on. Dr. Emily Latran is a general dentist who owns two multi-specialty practices in Southern California. She received her Bachelor of Science in Biology from University of California, Riverside, Magnum Cum Laude, Phi Beta Kappa. She's a graduate of UCLA School of Dentistry, Dean's. Napoleon, I'm sure I messed that word up, scholar. She received her Master of Science in Oral Biology at the same time. She's a mother of three, and Dr. Latran uh, creatively balances work and family life, after-school life, and her personal life as a growing entrepreneur. She um, is a, as a multi-author. She's a coach. Um, as I mentioned, um, being an author, she's in just a few books I'm going to give you the names of, from Refugee to Renaissance Woman, From Zero to Hero in 90 Days, Out Front, Business Building Strategies, From Frontline Entrepreneurs, The Ultimate Guide to Having a Beautiful Smile That Will Transfer Your Life, just to name a few. She um, She's a longtime member of my uh, Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, and, and uh, we're going to try and jam as much as we can into this interview Emily Littran, Dr. Emily, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Jim. How are you? I have no idea how you find time <laughs> to do half of what's what's on in your intro. You, I, What, do you sleep, like two hours a night? No, I actually sleep for seven hours. I just sleep fast. Oh, you sleep fast. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> Emily, I've interviewed you so many times, but... Um, I mean, you you really you really have an amazing um, career. Um, I totally resonate with with your big heart and, and the serving that you do. Um, I want to one of the things that I'm I'm so impressed with. So you got two practices. You're you're multi book author. You're doing all these different things. You have your own high performance coaching program in, w- in which you coach you know dentists, other professionals. One of the things that I know you work on with your coaching clients is is this whole this whole area of high performance and and you have a thing called the the pillars of high performance can you tell us about that yes jim um well thank you for inviting me on the show it is a great honor and it is great to work with you and to grow with you over the years and also to watch you grow uh tremendously over the past few years um you know what i my passion is to help people improve their lives. And um, to do that, you know, you first start, you need to start with yourself. Um, You work on yourself first. So the high performance has five pillars. It is clarity, energy, productivity, courage, and influence. So um, in very short term, you know, clarity means you know who you are, what is the goal that you're striving for, and your actions just follow that path. Everything you do supports that goal to get to that clarity. Um, energy, you know, sometimes people think, 
during the day. Uh, if they're tired, they're just going to drink coffee. Um, if they need a boost, they're just going to crack a sneaker and get a boost. But they know very, they know very well that they're going to crash after that. So the, the new way of thinking is to keep re-energizing yourself, rejuvenating yourself during the day. And sometimes that can be as simple as drinking water, as taking a short time to meditate during your busy day, or, you know, just take a walk outside, a quick five-minute walk. Uh, productivity, that's a, that's one of the favorite words for entrepreneurs. We always want to think that we are very productive. We think productivity is a checklist. We're going to check 10 things off and we're being productive for the day. Um, or we have a daily planner or a weekly planner and we're going to do this on Monday and we're going to do that on Wednesday. And uh, But then we're busy, but we're frustrated and we're stressed. And I want people to be able to stay busy, but to do that with joy. And in order to do that, you need to have, you need to plan your day with intention where, you know, at the beginning of the day, you could be writing down three things that I'm going to do today. And then you write down the people who will need to connect with you to help you achieve that goal and the people that you might have to reach out to to achieve that goal. So you make sure that by the end of the day, those three things are done. Because when you set out your day with intention and you actually accomplish those goals, you're going to feel productive and actually you're going to feel fulfilled because you actually did what you set out to do instead of just growing the list and then, you know, dragging it on for days. Um, The fourth thing is courage. Um, Courage here is being able to position yourself, to put yourself out there because the more you can stand in your position, the better you can spread your message. So I think I'm a perfect example (laughs) of courage, working with mentors like you, you know, I'm actually putting myself out there. I got on a podcast with Dr. Farhan, who has the biggest dental platform internationally. Um, It didn't happen just by mistake. It just happened because I know in order to get my message out, I need to be connected to the people of influence. And even though I'm not used to, you know, putting myself out there, having my pictures um, you know, whether it's on a banner or in a magazine, I did that because I know that once I do that, people will know me more and then it will be better for me. So I can spread that message of, you know, living your big life without sacrificing your family life and your personal life. And then last but not least, it's influence. Um, learning, you know, not not just having the courage to do certain things, but to actually intentionally exert influence. And it's not, you know, for fame or anything, but, you know, you, again, you, I can do a lot more if people see me as a person of influence. So having the connection, for example, with our mastermind friends, we have some wonderful people in your group having the connection with you. Um, I'm in some other groups where we can collaborate and do bigger things and therefore, you know, I become a more influential person. As a dentist with two dental practices in a local community, there's only so much I can do. Um, you know, being connected with other people, and then from there, I also created my foundation. It's called the Emily Litron Foundation, where we do free dentistry uh, for veterans and for people from a disadvantaged background because I understand how it is growing up with challenges since I came here as a refugee. 
Um, and do you know being able to create that kind of impact? It can only happen with influence. And what I like is to you know spread that message and help people understand those pillars, so they can see that they can live their life fully. They can start with small steps. It will lead. It will lead to small wins, and then eventually to big wins. But that each one of us have the capability to do that. And, you know, just look at me. From where I start to where I am, um, I've been living that life of high performance, and I'm just so grateful and blessed that I will have the opportunity to help other people with that. When did that first strike you? Because, you know, you mentioned the Emily Latran Foundation. I know you have uh, smilechampions.org. Um, I know you open up your practice to help veterans and, and, and you know, people that are the less fortunate. It's it's all amazing. And, and at some point, you know, you, you even referenced, and I, I wish I had an hour show instead of a half hour, but you referenced, you know, you, you were a refugee and you got yourself through school. And, I mean, you've just done amazing. At what point in your life, Emily, did it click that you wanted to, you know, not just start to live and, you know, reap the rewards of all, you know, these years of years of hard work. But when did it occur to you that you said, you know what, I think there's people that could learn and benefit from what I've learned and, and things like that. At what point did that click for you? Um, I think throughout my life, um, as soon as I realized that there are a lot of nice people helping me along the way, um, it's always in the back of my mind that at one point I should give back. But I wasn't in the position to give back. Um, for example, when I got out of school, of course, you're working on paying off your loan, you know, your student loan, and then you try to buy your first house, so you're working on making the down payment, um, you know, and you buy your first car and you're borrowing money from friends and, and all that going on. So I think when... Along the line, when I start helping just the individual patients in the practice, um, you know, it could be a patient coming in and, you know, a little girl wanting to sell cookies to you, you know, Girl Scout cookies. Um, could be a grandpa coming in and he wants me to support his grandkids, um, you know, baseball team, even though the grandkid is not my patient. Um, all of those little things, as I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, you know, I, I should be able to do more. Um, and and because there are a lot of people out there who need help, sometimes they don't come to me for help because, you know, they're not my patients. Um, but I always have that urge, I, I think, um, to give back when I can. Of course, it helps to be, you know, in general, a, a generous person because all of my friends tell me, hey, you're very cool to hang out with, you're a very generous person. But I, th I would say about... Uh, Six years ago, I was working with a, a dental consultant, and one of the things he does is he challenged everybody to do one free day of dentistry a year. And um, being fairly ambitious, I said, hey, I'll take on that challenge. Um, so I did the first day, and I just, I was thrilled with, you know, the feeling that I could help people, that I'm in charge, you know, I, I can create this one day and I can help a lot of people, and it's all my whatever I want to do, right? I could, mm. I could help. You know, it, it's the feeling that you are empowered, right, to be able to help other people. And I'm doing this within my own means because I'm a dentist, so of course, providing dentistry is something I can do. 
And from that one day, I went to two days um, a year. And about a year ago, I was at a business conference, and we were just sharing our dreams, you know, what we want to do. And I went to the conference with some immediate plans of action. Um, and then I just said, oh, you know what, at some point I want to have a foundation so I can help a lot of people. And that just started it. There were people there who helped me create the foundation, and um, I just felt that it's the right thing to do. You know, that I think there's no better for me instead of spending time, let's say, watching TV or doing something to entertain myself. Um, you know, I do have time to do that. But on my free time, it's sometimes it's just thinking, okay, what else can I do? Because it's not just a passion for me. Knowing that you can have your passion help impact life is very, very powerful. And and it leads to the path where <clears throat> I would meet individuals who have the same passion, and um, we just see this dream, you know, being able to grow the, the dream really big. So I would say about five years ago is when I say, you know, I, I can do yeah. more, and I can use this part of my life, which is the local dental office, to impact so much more lives around me. And, you know, who better to help than the veterans? Um, I know one of the veterans came in, and he said, you know, I'm really glad that you're helping the veterans because the veterans are the ones who gave it all. And, you know, it, it dawned on me that, that they are the right people to help, um, besides, you know, the families of disadvantaged background. But sometimes they're the ones that did give the most. And when they return, they may not get the most. We hear that in the right. news all the time. Yeah, and, then, you know, I don't need the fame. What I, what I want is to create that local impact where I live. And if I can inspire other dentists or professionals to do that across the country, I'm just going to be one link in that chain to, to help make lives better. That's so amazing. So when you, when you, um, when you started your coaching program, uh, and you know we talked about briefly the the pillars of high performance clarity energy productivity courage and, and influence were those things that are very important to you and you recognize those as uh, areas of your life and, and professional um, practice that you needed help or did that did those things come from what you observed you know working with and knowing other dentists that these were areas that they needed help with you know, it, I I think it's uh, it's both. Um, I what I have done is apparently I have been living my life that way. Um, you know, always trying to be productive. Um, I'm very clear in where I want to go. When I first came here to this country, the goal was just to survive. Um, you know, whether I'm translating every word from English to Vietnamese at night so I can understand the concept, or when I'm going to school, making sure that I'm going to graduate on time or maybe even in a shorter amount of time so it won't cost a lot of money. You know, I always set those goals and achieve it. Um, the, being productive is doing doing many things at one time, but actually all of them are contributing to the goal. Um, so I've been living my life that way, and then I have friends who come up to me and say, how could you do that? You know, how do you get time to, you know, run two practices and you go to your kids' stuff and you go to this conference because I see you, you know, going here and going there. And how do you get the time? 
And for me, it's always been, you know, making the time. But you can't make the time unless you get very clear about what's important to you. And you can't get the time unless you learn how to delegate and, you know, not to clone yourself per se, but to have a whole team of people supporting you and to get the right mentor who can lead you down the right path. And um, I did do the training on high performance with, with one of the coaches, and that's just to get the framework on, you know, how to how to explain all this. But it's uh, it's part partly it's all, that's how I live my life. That's how my mentor helped me structure the coaching program. And, you know, looking around me, I can see a lot of people needing help in several of these areas. Sometimes they don't think that they need the help because sometimes they are not going, they're not very clear. You know, some people, they just want to work for so many years and then at the end, um, not at the end, end, but, you know, at the retirement age, let me just sell my practice and then go fishing somewhere. Um, That is certainly great. I just feel that life is more fulfilling when you have a goal. Um, when you want to achieve something bigger than yourself. And you can't do that unless you work in a lot of these areas. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with your goal, <clears throat> with your goal wanting to go out there and catch a big fish. <laughs> I mean, right, right, right. No, that's what I'm saying. There, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I just feel that it's more fulfilling when you can do bigger things. You know, I could, yeah. I mean, I can go catch fish and have a foundation helping people at the same time, you know, or, you know, or it could be empowering teams, or it could just be a leader in your community. You just, they're, they're just more than your personal life, I guess, is what is what I'm yeah. thinking. And if I can spread that ideas to people around me, especially people who have, who are able to do that, like another dentist, right, another professional, or if I'm talking to a coach, and a coach has influence over a lot of their mentees, those are the people that can spread the messages, and we can make big changes like that. Emily, you wrote a book, and um, I had the privilege of working on a uh, program with you called uh, Train Your Patients, How to Train Your Patients. Um, I know it's doing gangbusters. I know it's being very well received. What What made you come up with How to Train Your Patients? <laughs> that was an interesting, interesting angle. Yes. Um, you know, in – as I'm learning with marketing, is you always present something that is intriguing to people. So a lot of time when you're looking at a training book, it would be how to train your sales team, you know, um, how to train yourself to do certain things. So I thought if I put how to train your patients, um, the professionals like dentists, chiropractors, optometrists, um, they may look at that and say, hey, I want to train my patients. So I don't have to train myself. I don't have to do anything. Um, in, in reality, what that program does um, is you, you get the program and each of the chapter address an issue that we deal with all the time in our professional office. So, for example, chapter one may say how to train your patient to show up on time. Uh, chapter two would say how to train your patient to pay you first before paying the insurance company. Uh, chapter three may say how to train your patient to stay with you for 18 years because I wrote this last year, so it was 18 years um, that I have my own personal practice. And and the answers in all those chapters 
really have to do with training yourself and training your team. So, for example, if you want your patient or your client to come in on time, you need to take the time to explain how important it is for these patients to come to value their appointment, to understand that they need to come in for the appointment to improve their life, whether it's their teeth or their spine or, you know, their assets, um, and then giving them the expectation, you know, you need to come in on time. If you can't come in, you need to give us 24 hours notice. All of the things that we just assume people know and we assume people follow, but people don't. So we train our team, we delegate them to take care of all these parts, and we inspect what we expect. So just because you train your team and you say, okay, this is what we do with the patients, and, you know, you have four no-shows in a day, um, you need to go back and look at the team and say, okay, what happened to these four no-shows? Um, why did the patient not come in? Was it because they didn't plan their money accordingly? Because that has to do with financial. Did we explain all that? So, you know, the the, the book, the e-book itself, we also create um, an info product, the CDs, where actually you and I work together, and we we expand on that. We discuss other things on how to run a professional practice well so we can live a life of abundance and significance, which is where the clarity comes in. And um, I just think the title is intriguing. It would draw people in, and it does. And, uh, and you know, I just think that what the value that I give in there, the explanations, are good reminders, good strategies um, for people to follow to have a successful practice similar to mine. So awesome. Um, we've got about uh, five minutes here. I want to ask you about um, the trust factor in business. I think whether it's news or there's always a, you know, a couple bad apples and things, but I think it, it's unhealthy. There's an unhealthy trust with business owners in general. Um, you know, I, I work really hard to, you know, put out, you know, basically, you know, completely morally and ethically great stuff, and I know you do too. Do you ever experience that in your in your practice? Is that something you have to help people, some of your coaching clients, you know, build up the trust factor in their business, or what do you think about that? Well, I I'm very um, I'm very big on trust because, like I mentioned earlier, the only way to be able to do a lot of things to leverage your time is to trust other people to help you with that, right? So with with trusting to to get more things done, you have to trust your team. Um, you after you train them, you need to delegate to them. Uh, you need to teach them to say no to tasks that they don't need to do, uh, so they can focus on the tasks that you want them to do. And you trust that they do a good job. The only reason I could be traveling to business conferences because I trust the team and the team is running the dental offices. The other side of the trust is to trust a mentor, um, you know, but we have to be very careful because there are a lot of free advice out there. Um, you can go up online and you can look up and everybody is an expert, right? <laughs> everybody right. claims to be an expert. If they have so many thousand likes or whatever, then all of a sudden they're an expert. Um, the trust on that side is trusting a mentor, somebody who have already done what we're trying to do, who have already got what we're trying to get, and who will be willing to hold our hand and shortcut our way to success. Because there are a lot of coaches out there, and I have personal experience with that, 
where, you know, they tell you do this, but you look at them and they're not doing it. Um, you know, I used to work with um, a coach who said, you know, make sure you send out newsletter to your clients. But he's not doing it. How do I know? Because I don't get a newsletter from him. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I'm thinking, wait a minute, you know, I'm doing the newsletter. You're not doing the newsletter, but you're teaching how to do the newsletter. You know, you're telling us, you know, that you need to keep in touch with your clients and you need to do the newsletter. So, and it cannot be, okay, I'm just going to send out the newsletter to prospects, right? I'm sending the newsletter to my tribe, which is the whole, one of the big concepts that you teach is, you know, not to let your bucket leak. And that's where you started with the newsletter guru. And that's how I started following you. So when people are, you know, even though you have, you may have the financial means and before you join the program, um, seeking a mentor, you just need to make sure that you put your trust in the right person um, because I think that's where you're going to really shortcut your way to success. And then once you have the right guidance, you you can empower your team to follow that. And together, you and your coach can be a, a lot more successful because ultimately what we're trying to do is to change lives for the better. Emily, it's been just an amazing, really fast half hour here. Um, I just want everybody to connect with uh, Emily and learn from her, check out her coaching program, um, get one of her books, especially uh, From Refugee to Renaissance Woman. Um, what's a good website where people can connect with you, Emily? Well, actually, I have a, um, a an offer for your listeners. They can go to exceptionalleverage.com forward slash ebook. And I have an ebook on there that explains my strategies, how I got to where I am. Um, you know, they can they can start reading that. If they have any questions, they can always email me at coachemilyletron at gmail dot com. Uh, the name is spelled E M I L Y L E T R A N, and they are welcome to visit the the web page that we have. It's exceptionalleverage dot com. It talks about how I help my clients, um, what what is my philosophy in life, and they can certainly request a, a um, magic session, I call those, which is, you know, I will connect with them one-on-one, see if we, uh, we are a good fit, and I would love to be of service and offering a one-hour consultation with them. That's awesome. Emily, thank you so much. I, I always love interviewing you and, and uh, spending the time together. Thank you so much for being my guest. Thank you so much, Jim, and I hope you many, many successes in the today, next week, and in many years to come. Thank you. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special episode of Stick Like Glue Radio with rock star entrepreneur and success coach Dr. Emily Latran. Stick Like Glue Radio is the only podcast dedicated to helping you create an everlasting bond with your customers so they stay longer, spend more, and refer more. I'm your host, Jim Palmer, the dream business coach, and I am committed to helping you build a more profitable business faster. That is a wrap for this episode. Watch for another great episode next week. Until then, keep taking action, keep moving forward, and don't ever, ever, ever give up. Take care, everybody. For more information and free resources on how to create your dream business, connect with Jim Palmer, the dream business coach, at www getsjimpalmer.com and be sure to check out Dream Business Coach TV powerful two minute videos filled with Jim's unique smart marketing and business building advice 
See them all at www.dreambizcoach.tv. That's www.dreambizcoach.tv. See you next week for more Stick Like Glue Radio. And remember, success is not only possible, you deserve success.